0: ''Every day is a chocolate date.'' Molly laughed. Then an advert shattered her calm. A baby in a nappy was crawling through a jungle. He crawled past an angry hippopotamus, under a venomous snake and over a tarantula. Finally, the baby arrived in the land of babies. A voice boomed. ''Use Podgem's nappies. Put your baby first. Give him the support he needs.'' Molly felt sick. The gurgling baby reminded her of another baby, the one she'd been born with, her own twin brother, whom she had never met. She'd only found out about him two weeks ago. He'd been stolen from their mother just as Molly had been when she was a baby. But who had taken him? Had he been put in a cardboard box on a doorstep of an orphanage as Molly had been? Had the box been a moon's marshmallow box? Or had he grown up with a family? And wherever he was, did he know that Lucy Logan and Primo Cell were his real parents? Did he know that Lucy and Primo had been hypnotised for eleven years by Cornelius Logan, Lucy's own brother? Perhaps he even knew that Molly had freed them both with her hypnotism. The door opened. What are you watching? asked Primo as he and Lucy sat on the sofa. Their long-haired hippie friend, Forrest, who had come in too, sat down on the floor. "'It's a magic show,' said Molly. "'I expect this is the last ad.' A gust of wind blew down the chimney. The lights went out, and the TV died. "'Power cut,' Rocky said. Primo lit an old-fashioned lamp on the desk. Molly got up. "'I've got a candle in my room,' she said and with Petula following her, she went to her room. The passage outside the sitting room was dark, and the tickings from the multitude of clocks on the wall reminded Molly of time passing. A wave of guilt swamped her. Molly had promised Primo and Lucy that she would go back in time and find their son. When Molly got to her bedroom, she found the candle in its stand and lit it. Then she lay down on the bed. Petula hopped up with her and Molly gave her a cuddle. What do you think, Petula? I really ought to go and find him. Will you come with me? Molly found her pyjamas and put them on. If she was going to set off into the past tomorrow, she ought to get a good night's sleep. She blew the candle out and pushed her feet down under her duvet. As she drifted off, a buzz of excitement sparked inside her. Was it possible that by this time tomorrow she'd actually have met her twin? Molly woke up in the dark. She rolled over and tried to go back to sleep, but she couldn't. She tipped herself out of bed and nudged her slippers on. On a table lay her clear crystal and her red and green time-travelling gems threaded on a piece of string. She slipped the precious necklace over her head. The clear crystal was for world-stopping. To test herself, Molly stroked it and prepared to stop time. She let her mind relax and looked out at the garden, focusing her hypnotic eyes on a rabbit that was nibbling the grass. As she concentrated, the cold, tingling feeling that always accompanied world-stopping filled her veins. Soon her mind was feeling fizzy. And then it was done. The rabbit froze mid-hop. Birds hung in mid-air. Everywhere was as still as a picture. Molly released her concentration and the rabbit hopped away. She smiled. She was pleased to see she still had the knack. Molly pulled out a pair of clean jeans, some pants, socks, a T-shirt and a sweater and put them on. Then she pulled out her trainers from under the armchair. She went to the bathroom, brushed her teeth and splashed some water over her face. Then she went to wake Petula. Downstairs in the kitchen, Rocky was dressed and opening a can of dog food for Petula's breakfast. "'What are you doing up?' Molly asked. He put Petula's bowl on the floor. "'I had a feeling that you might try to find him today. I hope you weren't thinking of going alone.' Well, Petula said she'd come. Any more space available? There's always space for you, Rocky, Molly grinned.